Uh, I've got a camper in dire straits. And I've got the oldest new bridge in all of France. Welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we have upturned the wine bottle of history to pour large glasses of entertainment from it. Joining us today as we drain the dregs of time is Lizzie Roper, actor, comedian and general star. Thank you for being with us again, Lizzie. Well, can, could you just both admit that you've both lost the key to the padlock that you have <laughs> sheathed around my ankle and then, and then I'm in a basement somewhere in South London. I don't even know how to get out of here. Yeah. Well, you'll get out when you say the right thing. You haven't said the right thing yet. <laughs> it rubs the I butter the- on its skin or else it gets the hose. <laughs> oh. It adds rosemary and garlic. Yeah. <laughs> I love and the Queen crevice. Mother. Just a mm. little sprig Good. of rosemary under Good. each. No, 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 she said it. She's out. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, Bye. That. After this. <laughs> Hello. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing live Foley I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> I will take us to the 31st of May, 1578, when Henry III lays the first stone of the Pont Neuf in Paris. Um, And I chose that because the one thing you can pick from the 16th and 17th centuries, which isn't all about Catholics and Protestants, almost anything (laughs) Thank you, because I do feel a little bit persecuted. (laughs) Yeah, he's back. Here he comes again. converted Catholic. I'll persecute you. (laughs) Yeah, go on in. Go down with a sponge, you can persecute me. Cut it with a knife. Um, (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> Please, Matt, the, continue. Uh, the Pont Neuf goes from the left bank to the right bank of the River Seine, stopping at the um, uh, Ile de Cité uh, in the middle. Uh, it was built by Pierre des Isles. I don't know if the particular eel he was named after was the Ile de Cité, but he was the builder. <laughs> um, they were going to build it in a straight line. He suggested it would be stronger if they built it at a slightly wonky angle. So they did. Um, and I did think there was nothing to do with Protestants or Catholics in it, but they gave up building it in 1588 because there had been too many wars between Protestants and Catholics and they ran out of money. However, in 1599, Henry IV was in and he had done the Edict of Nantes and he said it was fine to be a Protestant and he converted to Catholicism and so he made everyone happy so it's fine to be whatever religion you want and so they could afford to start building work on it again. He stopped them putting any houses on the bridge. Uh, London Bridge at the time had houses on, most bridges had houses on because he wanted to be able to see all the way down to the Louvre and he thought houses would get in the way. Um, there's still an equestrian statue of him on the uh, Ile de Cité, um, and he. there were 12 assassinations. Because he tried to bring everyone together and make everyone peaceful, said it was OK to be whatever you wanted to be, everyone hated him, and so there were 12 attempts to assassinate him, the last of which was successful. Um, and that's, the on that happy note... <laughs> That's the story of the Pont Neuf, the new bridge, which is, of course, the oldest bridge spanning the Seine in Paris. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm going a long way from there, mate. Ooh. 1579. Um, I'm going to uh, the 31st of May, 1790. Mm. And uh, a little man called Manuel... (laughs) Oh, I think you might have won. Brilliant. <laughs> so we're going to be doing French and Spanish accents yeah. again. Manuel. <laughs> Manuel Quimper. Ah. Oh. Uh, explores mm. the straight. Not with a bang, but a quimper. <laughs> Juan de Fucker. <laughs> of course it does. What? The Juan de Fucker straight in Canada. Yeah. Uh, it's a body of water. It's about 96 miles long. And uh, it's over on the west coast of Canada. 
And uh, it was an expedition, a Spanish expedition that had set sail. And uh, they were trying to strengthen their settlement at Nootka Sound. Anyway, at one point there, uh, they encountered hostile natives. Mm. Lummy. Uh, they were known as the Lummy. That's that's all I know. Uh, they were in absolutely fabulous. No, I don't know. Joanna Lummy. I don't know. That's all I know. Manu- Man- Man- Manuel Quimper. Manuel Quimper. Uh, right, uh, let's do the birthdays and the death days. <laughs> Happy birthday to Margaret Beaufort, the um, mother of Henry Tudor, who became Henry VII, uh, who was first married at the age of three, so she knew her own mind from a very early age. No, that's not true. She was, of course, married off, but that marriage was annulled when she was seven by the Pope, um, and she never referred to it again. She refused to recognise it as one of her proper marriages, because, of course, they could only happen when she was an age consent, like her second marriage, which happened when she was nine. Um, she was ma- no, sorry. She was betrothed at nine, married at twelve, and her husband died the next year, leaving her as a pregnant thirteen-year-old who was seven months heavy with child. Oh. Still, she was the grandmother of Henry VIII, so that's all. The royal family are a lovely bunch. Happy birthday to. <laughs> Rosa May Billingshurst. Uh, she was the suffragette who was famously in a wheelchair, so the police often just tipped her out of her wheelchair before arresting her, or at one occasion they let her tyres down and stole the valves. Um, but she used her wheelchair to get more attention from the newspapers, and yes, was arrested uh, a number on a number of occasions. Was she like the original Lou and Andy? Yes. She just threw herself on the thing <laughs> yeah. and pointed at a policeman. <laughs> he done it. <laughs> she said, you wanted to go on the protest. She said, you wanted to go. <laughs> Happy birthday to Terry Waite, the assistant to Robert Runcie and the Archbishop of Canterbury, who went to Lebanon to get hostages released in 1987 and decided not to leave till 1991 because someone had to change for a radiator all the yeah. time. Essentially, he was a punchline, but I never really realised he actually had had a track record of successfully releasing prisoners quite often. In 1980, he got some freedom in Iran. In 1984, he got some freedom in Libya. It was only 1987 that he messed it all up. Well done, Terry. Happy death day to Carla Lane. She wrote The Life of Birds, Butterflies, Bread, and is woefully underrepresented. If you talk to comedy writers, they'll often talk about Marks and Ground or Golden and Simpson or Johnny Spate, but no one ever really talks about Carla Lane, despite the fact she had more successful sitcoms than almost any of them. Um, Did you like them, though, Nat? No, I didn't. No. No. Bread was all right, wasn't it? It's got... Was it, Nat? I don't think got, I ever watched Bread. They copied I Want to Be a Yellow Coat Made It, I Want to Be a Model, don't they, or something? I can't really remember. I love The Life of Birds, and I love Butterflies. There you go. See? Yeah, but by the time I, I was I conscious, I really only knew her from being in Brass Eye, where she was sitting there talking about um, why people shouldn't kill wasps. Right. Uh, happy death day to William Castle. Sorry, I stirred that one up. <laughs> yeah, back oh, away. Boy, she deserves to be dead. Nest. She can't even yeah, write yeah, yeah, decent yeah. 96 episodes of comedy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Happy death day to William Castle. He was known for his B-movie shockers in the 1950s, including The House on Haunted Hill, The Tingler, 13 Ghosts. But he also he start, got his start by hiring um, Ellen Schwanker, who was a... Oh, what? Schwanker. Surely it can't be Schwanker. Let me have a oh, look. Oh, hello. Let me just check. Oh, Ellen, you've yeah, let the whole school down. Right. I think uh, you got it right there. Hang on, William Castle. Schwanker by name. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What was the name getting started? 
She was called... Is it a portmanteau of uh, Alex Schwanker. a showy... Yes, she was. I was right. Uh, yep. So he started in the theatre where he hired German actress Ellen Schwanker, but he found out that Germans could only be hired, legally at that point, uh, acting in plays they had all, that had already been produced in German. So he invented a play uh, in German called Das ist nicht für Kinder, uh, which he wrote over a weekend and cast her in and... Then he pretended he had a telegram saying that she had refused to go back home to Germany for Hitler, which he showed to everyone as part of his um, uh, promotional campaign for the theatre for the play. Uh, and then one night he crept up to the theatre and daubed swastikas on outside the theatre to pretend that it had been vandalised by pro-Nazi forces to get more attention for the play when it opened. It did very well. That was William Castle. Did he do a preview in Edinburgh? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, Happy death day too to Danny LaRue, who was the highest paid British entertainer throughout the 1960s and 70s, but came to um, a financially miserable end in 1983 when he gave his ho- the hotel that he owned over to some Canadian businessmen who t- just stole his money and ran away. That was Danny LaRue, and that was the death days and the birthdays. Oh. Well, all of which brings us to uh, this point in the date fight where our guest judge Lizzie Roper must... Yeah. Mm. Well, you start jumping up and down on the beds like two (laughs) tiny children struggling for my attention. Mm. Lizzie Roper. Yes. Uh, Which breast? Which breast shall I release from my maternity bra first? Now, what have we got? (laughs) Hen, we've got we've got Pierre Desil on making his great big new bridge. bridge. Now, something that's going in his favour is my one of my favourite desserts is Il Floton. Are you mm. familiar? Yes. Oh, yes. But I think I prefer the flottant to the eel. Give yeah. me the flottant. <laughs> stick the eel up your jumper. Yeah. Um, so, he wouldn't build any houses on it, and it wasn't no. a garden bridge, and he no. didn't spend millions of the public's money True. on it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we have a very anglicised Manuel Camper. Manuel. Um, no one's camper than Quimper. Mm. You what see, today, quimper. boys, today, boy, you you know you know how to play to Auntie Lizzie. You know what she likes. No, I like a Spanish just... accent and I like a French accent. And yeah. in this instance, uh, can I, have a go I on the left like one today. <laughs> <laughs> That's the French no, one. <laughs> it's curdled. Um, I I think... <laughs> you haven't worked nearly hard enough. So. <laughs> So we have got Nathaniel playing yes. Pierre Desil, and uh, mm-hmm. and he is I mean, uh, he's deals. building a bridge. But meanwhile, Manuel has come up to him and he can't find <laughs> his ship. Oh, <laughs> and see. starts. Uh, ce pont, uh, c'est très hard work. Uh, building le pont. Oh. <laughs> see, see, Mister Quimper. <laughs> what? Quoi? Aïe! Aïe! J'ai dit, get a les big stones pour le pont! Eh, <laughs> Mr. Faulty, Mr. Faulty! Eh, I find the fucker straight! Oh, is it? Est-ce que c'est? Est-ce que c'est le fucker straight? Splosh! There you go, that's fine, that's fine. Now that, that is. Mmm. That's the that's the colostrum that I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. You've both been uh. very good boys. Now, I like the fact that Jake Yap took that into a different dimension. So mm. I'm afraid the winner is 1790, Manuel Kemp. That's all right. <laughs> 
Okay. That's nice. We'll be back for yes, we round two of seven. Uh, tomorrow, why don't you? Seems Where when can we go? To I mean, yeah. Now. Ask yourself for the next however many yeah. hours until it's released. Where uh, are they going to go from here? Mm. Uh, I shudder to think, quite honestly. Um, anyway, we'll have some group therapy tomorrow. Yes. Do join us then. See you then. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.